You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 49. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about failure and just kind of how it affects our psyche sometimes as entrepreneurs. And isn't failure interesting? It's so funny because really failure is just like success. It's data that we can learn from and grow from. And it really is a sign that we need to make changes to move forward to get a different result. And sometimes we can get so fixated and focused on failure as a definer and as something that, you know, it is like, I don't, I, like we read into it more than just what it is. And there are tons of examples of people like Thomas Edison who repeatedly failed over and over and over and over and looked at it as, again, data and had a really healthy relationship with it. And then there are other people who literally let failure define them. So I was listening to the radio the other day and the two hosts were talking about a quote by Jay-Z. And he said, I've never learned anything from success, only failure. And I thought that was such an interesting sentiment from somebody who was very successful. And you kind of forget when you see people who are wildly successful that they too had their own battles, their own hills and mountains to conquer. And that every day, like we're all as human beings, like whatever goals we're going after, whatever we are trying to do, whatever we're trying to accomplish, that we all are going through those same battles and internal struggles and failing at obtaining and reaching the goals that we set for ourselves. So this month, I actually started my second round of the Party Planner Academy 28-Day Challenge. And I did a webinar. I did some promotions. I put some money behind Facebook ads. And last round, I enrolled 10 people and it sold out in like a day. And then I had so many people saying, please, please, please add me to the wait list. And so I had this nice long wait list that I had collected. And as I was getting ready to launch the second group, you know, I had two people sign up right off the bat, which was awesome. And then I started blasting out emails. I did my webinar. I, you know, started messaging people. And here we are on Monday and I only have two people registered for this second group. And I mean, while some people can have a positive attitude and say, okay, it's okay to be optimistic. Like it's summertime. People are really busy and you still enroll two people. Like that's awesome. It's hard for me not to look at that as a failure. And I'm obviously in this case measuring the failure of last time I filled out all 10 spots and this time I didn't, but I felt like I pushed just as hard and I felt like I pushed harder. I felt like I had a wait list. I felt like I had more things lined up for it. And I guess I just want to let you know and remind you that, you know, it doesn't matter what stage you're at. Like we all struggle. And so I'm kind of going back to the drawing board of like picking myself up emotionally and just being like, it's okay. Like I know it's a good program because my last 10 people had an amazing experience. And realistically, July is busy. And I'm trying to like remember to be grateful that in this, you know, middle of summer, busy month where we have our own family bucket list we're trying to get through. We have, 
you know, different projects that we're working on. I actually just got recruited this weekend actually to help manage a retreat for a huge influencer here in Utah. Um, like that there are other opportunities coming my way and maybe it's a good thing. So I'm (laughs) just being honest that like normally when stuff like this happens, I want to do a couple of things. The first is like pretend like it's fine and literally lie, like lie, like, oh yeah, it's full, it's sold out, yay. But I just can't, like I just, I can't lie about it. And so sometimes instead of lying, I just say nothing and I'll just omit information and pretend like it's totally fine. And the other thing that happens to me is sometimes I just feel really depressed and I feel like I'm not good enough. I read into it like it's me that's the problem and not any of the external factors. Another thing that had happened last week while I was promoting is, I don't know if you remember, Facebook on Thursday or Wednesday of last week completely shut down. Like the you, like the videos weren't loading. You couldn't post anything. And I was trying to run a couple of posts and ads for this group and nothing was working. And so it didn't even kick in until the day before And so where the last time I had launched, I had an extra 24 hours of exposure and new eyes. This time I just didn't have that. So normally on a day like today where I don't, it's a Monday, the course is starting. Like I, you know, I've sent out all of my emails already. Um, I can just kind of fake it and lay in bed and feel sorry for myself and, you know, snuggle with my baby and literally sleep until noon. Um, I, I didn't because I know that I need to change my perception, even though it's hard. And, uh, you know, I, in an attempt to feel a little bit better, I started looking on Pinterest for inspirational quotes to help motivate me and to remind me that this is part of the journey because for me, being an entrepreneur is very emotional and I feel like the rejection isn't rejecting the timing or the offer. I feel like it's me. I've said this before. I feel like they're saying, you are not good enough, Chelsea Curtis. Like You are not somebody who can guide or lead or teach. Like Who do you think you are? And all of this negative self-talk comes up. And so I actually found this seven rules to live a happy life on Pinterest. And I want to share it with you because it's a good reminder that sometimes we are our own worst critic. And really, the winners in this life are the people who don't give up. There's always going to be failure. You are always going to have to learn and get better and hone some sort of skill. But it's the people who keep going, that pick themselves up, that try again and again. Those are the ones who win. And I think that's why successful people are so resilient. It's very easy to think that people who are successful are lucky or privileged. And I just don't agree. I I know that there are some people that are privileged and don't work hard at all. But I would say that all of the people I know who are successful, like personally, are very hardworking. And I've learned so much from their work ethic and their attitude towards picking themselves up and trying again and, and trying as hard as they can to do their very best. And so I just wanted to share this seven rules of a happy life with you to see if maybe you need to hear it as much as I do today. So rule number one, let it go. Never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday. And actually, one of the things I say to my daughter all the time is, and this is because I work on it, is we're not allowed to have bad days. We can only have a bad moment. Because I think it's not fair to label the entire day as bad 
when clearly the fact that you woke up and you're breathing and that you have health or that you're surrounded by people that you love or that you have food in the fridge or a roof over your head or whatever, that those are reasons to be happy. You know what I mean? Even if they are reasons that annoy you. Like I've, have you heard that whole like, you know, if there's piles of laundry around your house, don't be sad, be grateful that you have clothes to wear, that whole thing, you know, kind of like that. Um, anyway, so let it go. Number two is ignore them. Don't listen to other people who are negative. Give and live a life that's empowering to you. Number three, give it time. Time heals everything. I think that's the truth right there is time is really the gift and the curse sometimes because I always feel like I don't have enough time. But when you do have struggles or challenges, like sometimes just giving it time to think on it, you can make a decision for what type of a life you want to live and who and what type of people, thoughts, activities, whatever you want to allow in your life. And sometimes there are seasons in our life where we think we're doing what's best for us. And then you give it a little time and you're like, "Mm, maybe that wasn't the best thing, right? I know that's been the case for me at least. Number four, don't compare. The only person you should try to beat is the person you were yesterday. And this is such good advice. I love that sentiment because if you are trying to improve on what you did yesterday, and like I said, for me yesterday and the weekend, like I was giving it a hundred percent to try to just fill this stupid course. And I'm saying stupid because I'm mad, not because it's stupid. It's actually really good. Um, and I'm just thinking, you know, what do I have now is like, I, I need to pour into the people who need me today. And I, they are expecting me to be on my A game. They are, it's just like your children. You know what I mean? Like it's really hard to have a very, very unproductive loathing type day. Um, when you know your kids have to be places and that they are counting on you, like you somehow pull it together. And there were years of my life when my daughter was little that I had postpartum depression and literally anxiety attacks every day where I felt like my heart was claustrophobic inside my body. Like everything was closing in and it got really tight. And then it would start beating really, really, really fast until my palms would start getting sweaty. And I would get like chills up the back of my neck and just feel the worst human feelings. I like, I I wish and hope nobody ever has to go through anxiety and depression. It's horrible. And, and, and so many of us do. Um, and I would have those debilitating feelings. And for some reason I would, you know, like just have to pull through and wake up and get her dressed and get the things going for the day and do the things that I needed to do. And I think, you know, it's important to make sure that you are getting help for yourself and making sure that you are taking care of yourself first and foremost, but first and foremost, but it's important that we are trying to just be better than we were yesterday and at our own pace and our own capacity. Like I remember those days, like getting into the shower was me being better than I was yesterday. So give yourself grace as well. Forgive yourself and and let, let yourself know like you're doing the best you can because we all are at different stages and different phases in our life. Number five, stay calm. It's okay not to have everything figured out. Know that in time you will get there. And I think that's something that I need to remember is I set these really big goals for myself. And I think like when I look back over time, it's amazing what I've been able to accomplish. But sometimes I get so fixated on the day-to-day of like, it's not happening fast enough. Like I'm not doing it. I'm not enough. I'm not, I'm not making it. And it feels like a lot of pressure when really, again, go back to number four, don't compare, just do better than you did yesterday. And don't let that be something that's out of your control. Like to say, you know, me doing better is 
this number happening or this other person doing this thing. Like those things are out of your control. All you can do is what you can do. Number six is you are the only person in charge of your happiness and it's all on you. Like that, if you are mentally well enough to um, feel like you can control that, where you're not in the depths of depression, where you feel like you have no control and you're doing the best you can just to stay alive, literally, um, you know, get the help that you need for sure. But if you are in a place where you feel mentally well and healthy, um, but the people around you are dragging you down, like remember you get to choose who you spend your time with. You get to choose who you surround yourself with, who you follow, what you listen to, what you put in your brain and in your mind. And so choose things that are going to uplift you and push you to be better and to get out of your comfort zone, even if that means failing, even if that means not hitting the mark. And that's the whole thing, right? Is is failure comes from a place of putting yourself out there. Usually putting yourself out there is uncomfortable and it's hard. And I think because it's hard, we feel like I did a hard thing, like it should work out and it doesn't. Sometimes there's more that we need to learn. And again, failure is data. Yeah, I keep telling myself today, you guys, failure is data. Failure is data. Uh, the last one on this list is smile. Life is short. Enjoy it while you have it. Enjoy the moments. And I think sometimes in finding fulfillment, we just have to remember that we can choose happiness now. Like we can choose those moments now. Sometimes I feel like when I'm working on a project and I need to get something done, I kind of push my family, my children away. And I say, mommy needs this time, like give mommy this time. And then I feel bad. Like I didn't have enough time with my kids. I didn't do this. And really it just comes down to planning and making the most of what I do have. Like I, life is all about choices. And so I need to find that balance for myself. Like how much time does Chelsea need? Mommy need alone time versus how much time do I need to spend with my kids to feel that fulfillment and to feel like I'm invested in them and that I've done the best that I can for and with them each day. And it changes every day. It's not like a set number, but I can tell the days where I haven't been as open to including them and the days where I've done better at making the time to play and making the time to let them know that I love them and that they're special by actions, not just words. So anyway, I I hope that you know that even if you aren't at 100% showing up and moving forward at whatever pace that is for you is enough and that you need to remind yourself that just like Jay-Z said, you know, you never, ever learn anything from success. You only learn from failure. And it's a good reminder to be grateful for the failures in your life and grateful for the times where you feel like it's not working out because it gives you empathy for others. And it helps give you, I think, a little bit more perspective in not judging other people's journeys and not judging your own. And I just want to leave that with you. And I hope that you know that I care so much about your success and the success of my students and everybody that's listening and following, like I started this platform because I wanted to be more honest. I wanted to peel back the layers and create something that I could look back on that's more like a journal than a highlight reel. And so thank you for being here. I appreciate it. If you ever have comments or concerns, if you like what you're hearing, like if you would love, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and um, yeah, I'll catch you in the next episode.